Welcome to Naja Reviews. This is Brian, your host, and today we are going to talk about the critters. The Krites? Depends on if you want to use the in-universe term or the movie name. We have Dee Wallace as the mom of the household in this movie. We have the guy that slammed Thomas C. Howell's face so hard on a car hood that his leg flopped back and kicked the other deputy in the back of the head from Hitcher. He's the dad of the household. There's a sister, who I don't know from anything else, and the main character, I would say, is Brad, the youngest, and he's redheaded, but neither of his parents are, so that's weird. He's a voice actor. He plays Steve nowadays, an American dad. Did not know that. Good on him for keeping his career alive, because the only thing I know him from is Critters 1 and 2. We also have M. Emmett something. I can't remember anything he's in off the top of my head, but he's one of those actors that's always in a lot of things. You'll see him. He'll be like a side character in most things. Hardly ever the lead. Older guy. He plays the sheriff. He gets replaced in the second one. Um, the Kyoto Brothers made the Critters. This is made in 86, I believe. So, it's all practical. <laughs> so, the movie is about these Pac-Man, furry Pac-Men that can roll into a ball and roll around and they shoot harpoons out of their head or the back of their neck. That paralyzes you. And the main thing about them is they are continuously hungry and will devour any protein. And they land on Earth. So we are the protein. And these bounty hunters are coming to stop them. So this movie is a terrorized family is one part of the movie. And then the bounty hunters making it to their house is the other part of this movie and then the third part is just the town folk reacting to things that happen and this movie is a sci-fi horror comedy but most of the comedy is with the critters themselves actually one of my favorite lines of this movie or just parts is like just a critters joke and there's another one that's kind of funny too so yeah it's good watch it it's one of my favorite movies i remember always staring at the cover for it when we would go to the eagles which is a grocery store that doesn't exist anymore because you could rent movies there like before video stores i guess i don't know but the cover always stared at me i've i've liked this for a long time and the second one too although not as good they went more into the comedy part i believe and the end is pretty ridiculous but we're not talking about that one this week we'll talk about it next week so let's get started with the overview we start off in space on a prison asteroid in Sector 17, I think, whatever the fuck that means. And you hear a transmission between the prison planet and the ship that you don't see. This is just talking as we're looking at an asteroid floating in space. And this guy is transporting 10 krites to the prison asteroid maximum security to be terminated and he rolls up and he's like i have eight krites and they're like you're supposed to have 10 he's like they ate so much we had to kill two of them so we could make it here so that's just to let you know how ravenous their hunger is now to let you know how smart they are they fucking break out and steal a ship one of their fastest ships with enough fuel to cross the galaxy 10 times over so their so fuel is not what they desire so they have to call in the bounty hunters which are q-tip looking headed guys like literally they have a white faceless head and a human body with like leather alien futuristic from the 80s tech with a plasma cannon that swivels on their hip it's really weird all by the way the warden is like a white blobby dude with circles on the end of his fingers 
and he doesn't have legs. He's floating on a hover thing. And you get to see silhouettes of a few other aliens, but you don't get to see them in good light. So another thing I like about critters is they're not just some dumb monster. They're smart enough to plan an escape from a maximum maximum security prison, steal a fucking ship, and fly it away. But we also learn that these bounty hunters have the ability to shapeshift to a certain extent. And since they're already people-sized, Earth is perfect for that ability. But then we cut to the 80s version of uh, Little Prairie on the Farm. It's kind of the best way I can describe it because it's like, oh, happy family. The mom's making breakfast. The son is a little bit mischievous. The daughter is like a teenage girl. And then the dad's a hardworking farmer guy. And the music that's playing is so like, oh, I want to say, I don't know. The best way I can describe it is Little House on the Prairie. It just gives me that kind of vibes. The music really helps with that. But Brad and April fight all the time, as siblings are to do. And April has a new boyfriend. His name is Billy Zane. I think his name is Steve in the movie. But it's like one of the weirdest Billy Zane performances I've seen. Not weird as in like ridiculous, but he's not a bad guy for one. He's not like suave or anything. He's like a fucking nerd. I mean, he's a hot nerd because he's 80s Billy Zane, but he's still a fucking nerd. And it's his birthday. That's only important because it's because he gets a car for his birthday, and that car is in this movie later. So the kids go to school, and then we go back to the bounty hunters. No, before we go back to the bounty hunters, we go to Charlie, and he's sleeping off his drunken stupor in the jail, and the sheriff is pissed. And let's describe Charlie here, because he's a mainstay. He's in all four Critters movies, and I don't think he was in the tv series but d wallace was my opinion they lean too far into the comedy in the new series i couldn't get into it i don't need to see my critters in business suits thank you i don't care that they can talk to each other anyway he's kind of the mental outcast of this town he's a drunk he talks about how he gets messages from aliens and his feelings that sort of thing but he works for the browns which is the main family so he skedaddles on and goes to work and then we get to the bounty hunters And they're changing their faces. And how they're doing that is these screens come up over their eyes and then they just get played a random slideshow of humanity until they find a face they want. And the main bounty hunter, his name is Ugg, he takes the face of Johnny Steele, which is the top, like, glam metal 80s guy at the moment and he sings this he watches watches the music video of johnny Steele singing power of the night keep on rolling it's the power of the night and they play it several times at least four times in this movie do you get to hear terrence mann sing power of the night keep on rolling that's the only part of the song i can remember they play a lot more of it don't you worry about that and the other bounty hunter can't find a face so he's still plain face but how they did the face change is pretty sweet like i didn't look it up but i can just guess what it is they made a wax version with a skull or a a skull and skeleton in the head and they melted the wax out and then they made a wax version that's pretty anatomically correct with layers of terrence Mann's head and then they melted that and then just reverse photographed it to make it look like he's reconstituting into johnny Steele. And I like that effect. It looks way better than any CGI is ever going to get. I don't care what you think. So the other guy can't, he hasn't, Ugg is like, why haven't you transformed? And the other guy who I can't remember his name is like, nothing likes me. But about this time, the critters 
land on Earth, and they're like, minimal damages to the ship, what do we do now? By the way, they growl at each other, and we get subtitles. That's how they talk. It's fucking great. And in unison, all eight of them are like, food! All they care about is food. So, um, Charlie sees the spaceship, and he goes to the cop shop, and is like, shit's real! And... Uh, at this point, Billy Zane and April have snuck to a barn that the parents wouldn't notice them because they're supposed to go to a bowling tournament that gets fucked by the spaceship that just lands. So Brad, he makes fireworks and he has this giant firework that's like a stick of dynamite and he's going to go fucking freak them out while they're making out. But right before he, as he's sneaking out to do that, the spaceship flies overhead and lands. So his dad comes out and they go explore and they see an eaten cow and then we cut to the cop, not the sheriff, just one of the deputies and he sees something roll across the road and he thinks it's a dog. I've never seen a dog turn into a perfectly round furry ball and roll across the road, but whatever. It's nighttime. Cut him some slack. Well, he hears some noises, and then all of a sudden he gets shot in the leg with a needle and gets sucked underneath the car. Charlie goes to the bowling alley to try to meet up with the sheriff, and Ugg and the other bounty hunter finally land, and they come upon this cop car, and he transforms into the dead cop. Like, he's got blood coming out of his face, there's holes in his neck, all of that is on the bounty hunter now. And they get into the cop car, and they're fucking with the shotgun, and the other guy, Ugg is fucking with the shotgun. The the cop is, uh, he puts it into reverse on accident, and then just hits the gas, and they shotgun blast through the roof of the car as they reverse out of there at full speed. They're also fairly strong because they're like destroying parts of the cop car by touching them. There's another feat of strength later. So at this point, the phones and the power get cut at the house and they're like, holy shit, these things are smart enough to do that. They go to turn the power back on. This is before they know there's any creatures. Like, D. Wallace gets spooked in the window and then they go to check the power and all of the power lines are bit through at the breaker box and the dad sees something on a shelf and it's like a hand puppet critter just standing up going rah and it bites at his hand but he gets away unfortunately there's more than one one drops on him bites his shoulder he gets bit on the leg he gets shot with a harpoon they drag him out and he's out of it they go get a shotgun and at some point in the middle of all this the bounty hunters drive through part of the church in reverse, get out, ask where the Kreitz are. Nobody knows what they're talking about. And they don't question the fact that the cop has got a hole in his neck that's bleeding. They're just like, why are you dressed like that? You're going to pay for this, right? The county's going to pay for you destroying my church? And then he turns into the reverend, and then a lady passes out onto the piano, and that spooks Reverend Bounty Hunter, and he blows up the fucking piano with his cannon, and then he shoots the podium for no reason, and Ugg's like, you need to calm down. So then they leave, they think they're going to go backwards, but they go forwards, and they're off to the Bolarama, and we're going to go back to the house now, because there's some attacking going on. After that happens, Billy Zane and April are making out, and he goes to change the music that they're making out to, and he gets his fingers bitten off. And then the critter that bit his fingers off, like, just bites his stomach out. And April screams because of all this, and the parents are like, who the fuck was that? Brad's like, I'm gonna be right back, I gotta go save April. And April tries to fend it off with a pitchfork, but it bites the fork part of the pitchfork off, so it's just a stick now. Brad comes in, and he throws a firecracker at it, and it picks it up and eats it. And then it explodes and then he puffs up and then smoke comes out of his mouth and he falls over dead we got one of the krites so then they get rushed back into the house they have to regroup they 
decide that they need to get into one of the vehicles and GTFO. They get to the truck, fucking eaten. By the way, when they left the house, they accidentally locked the door behind them. That's important for later. Tore up truck, and then they're like, I have Steve Key. She's like, I have Steve's keys. Let's go and escape in his brand new car. And they get there, and there's a, a crate in there, just like, bah, and then runs away. They're also getting bigger. They started off as like, uh softball sized and now some of them are like basketball sized and some of them are like beach ball sized <laughs> and they're just rolling around so they get back to the house and they can't get in and they're being menaced by two of them two of the smaller ones are just like standing up staring at them brad runs around the side of the house goes up the tree into his room comes back out through the front door grabs everybody pulls them in and the two crites that were just standing there doing nothing for quite some time are like one of them's like they have weapons the other one's like so and then the door cracks open and the shotgun barrel pokes out and explodes one of them and the other one just looks at it and goes fuck and rolls away and that's my favorite part of the movie for reasons <laughs> they also as they're being regrouping here we go back to the bowling alley where Reverend Bounty Hunter and Ugg show up and they just grab a bowling ball and Ugg just whips it down the lane and it ex- he gets a strike. I'll give him that. But he explodes like every pin. So they're real strong. And then they hear some gunshots because somebody's listening to a, or watching a Western in the bar part. And uh, the other Bounty Hunter turns into Charlie. So everybody's real confused. And at this point, the sheriff's been called and he has to go figure this shit out because everybody's like, first it was the cop that shot up the church and then it was reverend blah 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 and now it was reverend blah 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 some weirdo and charlie's shooting up the boulderama lanes and it's like you watch them transform into a different person you could have relayed that information people just throwing that out there so they lock themselves up in the because we're back to the house they lock themselves up into an upstairs room they light one of the crites on fire and it runs into the toilet to dry or to cool itself off but while they're locked in here we get to see the crites start fucking around they're like having pillow fights talking to et stuffed animals which is funny because of d wallace and then they eat it they eat a goldfish and they're just like destroying the house for funsies at one point in time brad goes to shoot one and he trips and it shoots a ceiling fan the ceiling fan falls on it kills it it just goes splat so the bounty hunters are just driving around charlie is driving or riding his bike following the signals of his teeth and at this point the mom and the dad have been shot with harpoons so the dad's bitten and woozy because of the harpoon so he's out of commission april is like freaking out because her boyfriend just got eight in front of her and the mom is passed out because of the arrow to the neck so brad gets the bright idea of just getting his bike and hauling ass to get help and his dad lets him begrudgingly and then he goes to the as he's running he see we get to see a shadow puppet version of one of them getting like giant sized like we're gonna say about three feet tall and they're a lot rounder than we are so it's pretty big and then he goes for his bike and one of them standing next to his bike and just like knocks it over in front of him like come at me bitch and uh brad just bolts and he meets up with the cops johnny Steele and charlie not the cops the bounty hunters in the cop car d wallace wakes up at this point and they have to move because they're being literally attacked like one is so big that it reached its arm through the second floor window to grab at one of them and she blows one of them away and right when they're out of options brad and the bounty hunters come in and literally explode the front door with their cannon two krites are like oh let's roll and then they rolled away i thought that was funny and they just blow up the house for a while the one in the toilet is still in there 
they open up the lid and it's trying to swim down the drain to get away from them and they just blow up the toilet and then we have we're coming to the climax of this movie the big one steals april as a road snack and the bounty hunters are not doing anything i can't remember what they're doing oh they're going to their ship because they know that the krites are going to their ship but brad is chasing them and he meets up with charlie who's going for the spaceship as well to save april so they get on the ship well brad gets on the ship takes the needle out and he's gonna drop his stick of dynamite and blow him up but they get chased by one of them and in the scuffle they he drops it but charlie's an avid drunk so he has a bottle of whiskey and he makes a molotov and they throw it in there and the krites are vindictive pieces of shit because they fly over the house and they blow it up with a spaceship but then they realize that they have a bomb on on board and they're like fuck and then they explode which explodes the house twice and they actually exploded it's it's a real explosion i mean it looks like they blew up a real house and fucked up a tree that was right next to it real bad i don't know if it was a model the trees reacted pretty real i don't know if they actually blew up a house or not it was awesome to see after at some point ug gives brad a communication device and charlie is like hey can i get one of those devices so i can prove i'm not fucking crazy and then then charlie just leaves with the bounty hunters into space and the communication thing starts beeping and brad presses the button and the whole house gets recombobulated and fixed in front of our eyes which is also fun to see but then we pan over and we see a bunch of shaking laughing eggs and it only shows like four of them in this movie but when we get to the second one you're gonna learn that it was way fucking more than four but that was critters i don't have anything i mean i've left out quite a few and i jumped around a little bit on this one just because i wanted to have fun just talking about parts of the movie i liked more than giving a full-on rundown of everything that happened so i don't really have anything to add i learned today that it was they were made by the kyoto brothers and that makes me happy because killer clowns from outer space is pretty fucking awesome so next week is going to be critters 2 where some fun things happen some inappropriate things might happen as well but we'll get to that when we get to that i hope you all have a good week i'll talk to you next time Bye.